We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. man. There are lots of people already here hanging out with us at Twin Peaks in Kennesaw. That is where we're broadcasting from, guys. And we invite you guys to come out, hang out with us. Some folks enjoying some tasty beverages, Mike, at the bar already. And right on. Of course, you know the uh, brew is always ice cold. Ice cold. Hey, man, it's here, right, Bo? We got it, our Hey, Man Ale on it tap. It is. It is. A Coney Brewing's got it here. Got a fresh keg, so get on that. Uh, a tale of two plates. Squid Billy going with the salmon. And the um, and the vegetables, and I've got the cheese balls fried. Yeah, um, yes, there is a tale of two plates. Yes, there is. <laughs> one rather healthy, and one is just this is laying we foundation. We love the cheese balls here, though. Oh, man. it's so good! It's so good! Oh, it's good! The cheese balls are excellent. Everything's here. Good is good. Come on out, hang out with us. We'll be here until seven. We got a lot to talk about, man. Nick's in town tonight, Mike. Yeah. Um, and coming off that win against the Mavs. I think you feel a lot better about the way this team's playing. Now, I will tell you guys right now, Trey Young is probable. Uh-oh. I think he's going to play. But you guys know how this is when it comes to, you know, them making these decisions and us finding out. Mike, we may not find out until a lot later this afternoon. But my expectation is Trey's going to play. All right? I'm just putting it out there, but I want to let you guys know that. Knicks are dealing with their own injuries, Mike. They're starting centers out. Um, they're a little banged up, but they sit in front of us, right, when you talk about the standings, 25 and 21, we're 23 and 22. This is a big game on many levels tonight. Mm-hmm. One, we can take a step to catch those guys. But more importantly, we can make this a five-game win streak. Right. And as you mentioned, man, leapfrogging the Knicks, getting locked in. After all the uh, you know stuff, we've been bellyaching. And you know, let's be honest. I think we had a legitimate beef because we looked pretty awful in the month of January, the month of uh, December, certainly. Now, January, really, we flipped the script. But if you could be locked into, like, let's just say for argument's sake, a four seed, a five seed by the All-Star break, it's pretty darn good because I thought four was sort of the benchmark for where we should be, you know, and and if not better this year with DeJounte Murray. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson is the guy I'm talking about. He's out at least three weeks. He's got a a thumb injury, so there you are, a little shorthanded. We were talking about this as we started the show with Andy and Randy and the crossover guys, you know, Everybody is under the assumption that we're going to potentially, all right, nothing's happened. We've been saying this for two years now, but we're going to potentially trade John Collins. And Hawks fans, I'm just curious how you feel about this. If, in fact, we do make a move, I don't think we need an overhaul. That's silly. You just made the trade for DJ. Capella's healthy. But you might need to make an adjustment. And I think the adjustment is, all right, and this is not a slight to bogey. But I think the adjustment, Mike, if you had to pick between one of those two guys, because really those are the only two guys that are you're going to look at to be tradable, okay, right. at this point. You're not trading DJ or Trey or Capella or Hunter. I'd rather trade Bogey. 
And the reason is the emergence of A.J. Griffin. Now, you said this. Is Nate going to let him play more minutes? Mm. He's playing sparingly. But when he plays, Mike, I like what I see on the floor with him. He's able to get his own shot. He's right. dangerous from beyond the arc. He gives you the shooting we've talked about. He's younger. I just think when you talk about how do you improve our team now, mm. when we trade Bogey, if we were to do this, whether it's Collins or Bogey, and I don't think it'll be, you know, right. it, it, Collins is here. But if we were to do this, Mike, you're also getting a piece in return for Bogey. What is that piece? I'm just saying we have A.J. Griffin in-house already. If you're going, well, who's going to take up Bogey shooting? A.J. Griffin. A.J. Griffin. And I like A.J. Griffin, but here's the problem. We traded uh, Red Velvet. We got rid of Herter because Tony Rassler's not prepared to get up in that luxury tax. When you guys are sending us all these trade rumors and trade machine you know, machinations you guys have put together, we can't take on more salary. How big is the number? Now, if you get John off the books, yes, that creates something. But a lot of the guys you guys are looking for are dudes who are ready for a new contract. Yes. So, are you, I mean, is that are you just prepared to rent a player? And get them off the books for next year? I mean, uh, what, what's your long-term strategic vision here as far as trades? All right, uh, it's interesting you say that because I would say yes. If you're going to tell me we're going to potentially rent a guy, make our run, whatever that is, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals, whatever you think that, that, that is. You're going to have to retool anyway next season. You're going to have to look mm-hmm. at this roster and say, what do we want to do? And how do we make sure that DeJounte Murray doesn't leave as a free agent in 2024? Because there's nothing they can do to extend his contract. So, you're going to have to retool anyway, Mike. Right. And I think if you're talking about this luxury tax situation, this is where I'm at with J.C. If you don't move him at the trade deadline, and let's just say they decided to move Bogey instead, which would be my preference, you still may move Collins and have to in the offseason right. to get those numbers right, right to, 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 okay. to counteract no, and what you've done during the season. The reason I mention that, you and I have talked about Kyle Kuzma. Right yes. now, he's got a contract coming up. He does. And you get John off the books. But that, that would be a nice piece. Can defend, hit the three. Big guys play, you know, plays the entire floor. Love it. That that would be something I'd be interested in, especially for the playoffs. Man. Yeah, I, I just uh, – and for Collins, here's the question you have to ask yourself if you're the Hawks, right? One, is he here for the long term? If he is, then let's stop with all the nonsense with the new general manager, okay? We're talking about Landry Fields. What is his vision? Is he here for the long term? Is, is, is he going to be a guy that in three years we're still talking about John Collins, Trey Young being here together? If he's not, okay – because you know what his salary is, it's built in, you know what it looks like for the next four or five years, then let's move on. And, and let's go ahead and make this deal so that we can try to better this team. I just think all the nonsense, and, and we now know this, right? I told you guys, there were deals on the table that, that didn't get done with John Collins. All right. Now the problem becomes, Mike, is his value the same? Is it the same? Are teams well, willing to give I mean, you what they were willing to give you when you were trying to make this move? Six months ago? Weren't there like two or three different rumors connecting us with the Suns? Yes. So how about Jay Crowder? I love Jay Crowder. Who would be kind of like a, you know, I guess kind of like the same thing that John Collins is kind of, right? A little bit smaller. But I think he might be a better defensive uh, piece when you talk about trying to guard guys on the wing. That's why you'd get Jay Crowder. He can and, still shoot. And I will say that, remember, we didn't you and I always say it was an offseason, P.J. Tucker type, that anger, that yeah. me, the dude who does the dirty work in the in the uh, postseason that you need, and maybe he's kind of like a poor man's version of that. We're just discussing, guys. Just it, some names. It's, it's just conversation. Hawks have not done anything. Nobody's been traded. But as we move towards the trade deadline, we're going to have to see where this team is at. And by the way, if Landry Fields does nothing, what does that say to you? If he says, I, yeah. we well, don't do anything. Well, maybe Nick, Nick Ressler told him not to. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, that's the son of the owner, by the way, if you've not been following the last two weeks. But, no, I don't know uh, that you feel that things have turned the corner because we're healthy. 
which is something Steve Coonan talked about a few yep. weeks ago. He's going to join us at 440 today as we're live at Twin Peaks, the Hawks CEO. But um, unless he feels like Hoosiers, my team's on the floor, and the John Collins rumors was more Travis Schlenk than it was Landry Fields. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. There is a chance that could happen as well. Right. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Love to hear from you. Follow Mike at Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up, see Dukes, and the radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. We are on the gram and across all other social media platforms. Let's hear Nate McMillan talk about what he expects to see or at least feel tonight against the Knicks down at State Farm Arena. Well, it's going to be a physical game. We know that, uh, you know, whenever we play against New York, uh, they bring that style of play. Uh, they're tough defensively. Uh, I think it's going to be a playoff type of atmosphere in the sense of, uh, you know, the physicality of the game. And, and, Mike, the thing, and I agree with Nate. I mean, it's the Knicks, you know, the history now of the last few years. You don't have to go back 20. Right. Just the last few years, these games have been intense. But, I also think both of these teams think that they're going to be in the playoffs, and that's why these games matter. Right. It's not like the Knicks are showing up and we go, oh, we'll, we'll beat them in April. you, you got to start winning yeah. now and beating these teams. And as we said, you want to leapfrog them in the playoff position in the Eastern Conference. I mean, that's the thing we want to get. I, I use four. I mean, I don't, you feel four is realistic? I do. Is a benchmark? I mean, Listen, because the way they played against the Mavericks makes me believe that we could potentially be a top four seed. The problem is we hadn't played like that all year. Now, to be four, you got to jump Brooklyn. Brooklyn right now is not struggling. Again, because KD is out. Have you been watching Ben Simmons? Have you seen that nonsense? It's the same. It, that, that dude never changes, man. Anybody who puts stock that this guy is going to come around and get his head together, you would need – a platoon of sports psychologists to get that guy's head screwed on straight. Yeah. Um, so that's the team I would bet. Same. I would earmark the Nets. That would go get, get up there. And that's Cleveland at five, the Heater at six, Knicks are at seven as far as teams in front of us. 404-741-0929. We're live at Twin Peaks, Kennesaw location. We'll continue to talk about our Hawks. Coming up in less than 10 minutes, Chuck Smith's going to join us to talk about NFL playoffs. And this weekend is going to be great. Mm. I, I think we're going to get great games on Saturday. Sunday, um, the Cowboy game, Mike, I think when we come back Monday, it'll be the highest-ranked football game right. we've seen not only all season, maybe in a few years when you talk about playoffs, non-Super Bowls. We saw that the other night with Tampa, 49ers, and Cowboys. I think that's going to get a huge number. I mean, the history, the dynamic of a Sunday night game, you know, the fact that uh, Cowboys, maybe that uh, Dak has finally got it together and everyone's kind of waiting for Brock Purdy to come back to earth. Although Shanahan, I mean, you got Dan Quinn against his former assistant. Everyone always felt that uh, Shanahan was the true brains of the operation. Whoa, 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 whoa. You thought that. I know that Shanahan <laughs> was the brains of the operation. Backwards had Dan Quinn is better than forward had Dan Quinn, right. but that's not the one we had. Okay. But Quinn versus Shanahan, something's got to give. Yeah, it's going to be a fun chess game or chess match, as they like right. to say. All right, we're going to break down all the games with Chuck. We'll be talking about them. We'll give you our picks later in the show as well. We'll also do our hashtag, Dukes and Bell Tailgate at Home. Yes, send us your picks. We'd love to see what you got working for the weekend. Maybe you're tailgating, hanging out at the house, as many people do during the NFL playoffs. Mm. Our team's not in it. So, you know, and again, I don't know if you saw this. They've already sold 50,000 tickets right. for the potential Chiefs. Uh, Bills matchup, if it happens here in Atlanta. That would be January 29th for the championship game. And then, you know, if you're interested, yeah, you'll have a chance to get tickets, but it starts for us next Monday. I'm still on the fence on that one, thinking about it. You know, again, let's see how it pans out. But I would love to – hey, man, I'll watch playoff football. Does it count I've got playoff football in my building? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) It's a Falcon fan. The last time we were in the NFC championship, 
God, it seems like so long ago. It feels different than Super Bowls. The NFC and AFC championship games feel different. Super Bowl, Mike and I talk about it. It's so corporate, right? You go to an NFC championship game. We, we took on Green Bay. It was unbelievable. Epic vibe, man. Again, that was at the Georgia Dome. Think about that, beating Seattle and beating Green Bay that year. Well, but that's why I'm curious, Mike, to see what it would be, what it's going to be like if the Bills and Chiefs advance. I'm not right. giving them the, the, the dubs this weekend, guys, but if right. they do, maybe it'll, I mean, I don't know if you can capture. You're going to get a chance to yeah. see what that feels like. Not sure you can capture the vibe of an SEC championship or what we got in the Chick-fil-A semifinal game, but it'll be an electric, certainly. All right, guys, coming back, we're going to talk with Chuck Smith here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Friday. Come drink, hang drink, with us. Drink, 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 drink. It is Dukes and Bell. We're live in Twin Peaks, Kennesaw. Uh, we are talking plenty NFL football. Divisional round this weekend, and our man Chuck Smith is here to help us break some things down. And, Chuck, good afternoon, brother. I want to start with what we're looking at with the Eagles and Giants because I think it's going to yeah. be a really entertaining game. I don't think people around the country know how good the Giants' D-line is. All we've been talking about is how good the Eagles' D-line is. So let's talk about it. D-line versus O-line. What do you think? Eagles versus Giants, the advantages, who's winning up front? Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, you, you made a great point about that Giants defensive line. Dexter Lawrence speaks for himself, one of the best in the league. Leonard Williams, they complement each other. And the thing about it, they're going against the best offensive line, I believe, in the game. Listen, this Eagles team, Carl, is like an all-star. What, eight pro bowlers, six all-pros? I mean, quite amazing but this eagle offensive line they're solid and now i i believe that there'll be some challenges for the offensive line in the middle but to me where the giants really kind of struggle is on the edge Kayvon thibodeau he's not consistent he's got great potential but the big hit this entire year was aziz ojalari he wasn't healthy this year and he hasn't you know been himself and i know he was out and he's probably out this week not 100 percent sure but to me, that's kind of where that stands when it comes to the Eagles' offensive line versus the Giants' D-line. It is Big Chuck Smith, Joe, as we're live at Twin Peaks in Kennesaw. Chuck, everyone talks yeah, about yeah. Wink Martindale. You know, that's the defensive coordinator. They use the name of the old game show host. Um, three of the top four guys as far as sack totals are in the secondary, which goes back to how much he wants to blitz. <laughs> Kenny and Smith and Jackson. I mean, he really wants yeah. to get after it from all points, doesn't he? Yeah, and I think he has to because, you know, in the beginning, I think this team was built around sending pressure because, like I said, Thibodeau going to be great later. But coming in, could you count on him to get 10? And you definitely they didn't think Dexter Lawrence was going to come and be the kind of pass rusher he has. Leonard Williams' career year last year. But, you know, to me, it's part of the development. But also knowing that Wink, he came from Baltimore. Now, when you think about the Baltimore Ravens, they've always been built on pressure. So Wake's background, Mike, exactly what you're saying, has been built on pressure, and that's how they're going to have to generate pressure in this game against the Eagles. All right. While you're talking about the Eagles, their offensive line, Chuck, you say they had the best pass-blocking grade in the league. Yeah. So you're telling me they're going to protect Jalen Hurts. He's not going to have to worry as much this weekend. I don't think he is. I think it's going to be a good day for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're well-rested. I think the quarterback's. He also gives them advantage because he can move. All offensive lines are always enhanced by a quarterback that has some pocket presence that can manage himself in the pocket. I, I don't think so, Carl. I think this is the advantage goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. It is our man Chuck Smith, guys, breaking down the playoffs. As we said, every game looks like, looks like, Chuck, 
it should be close. The one that is a little interesting is the first one, it's 4.30 on Saturday, is Jacksonville and Kansas mm-hmm. City. Jacksonville was uh, only beaten by 10 points in Arrowhead earlier in the regular season, but Mahomes and those guys, it's hard to kind of handicap the Chiefs. They don't cover the spread. You know, they have some big numbers they don't seem to cover, <laughs> and they seem to just be yeah. some of their parts. So, I mean, you being, you, are you buying Kansas City as the number one seed going all the way? I'm buying Kansas City definitely as the number one seed, and it's just strictly, in my opinion, because of Patrick Mahomes and the weapons he has around him. And now let me tell you what also Kansas City has added. I mean, they've added, arguably, in my opinion, a guy who should definitely, Chris Jones, should be up for the defensive player of the year. No one's talking about it. Fifteen and a half sacks. He absolutely dominates. And when you think of this defensive line, this isn't an all-star defensive line. Frank Clark on the edge is solid. George Karloftis as they call him, what is it, uh, Crazy George or whatever it is, the, the rookie they got who's really good. Dunlap is kind of, you know, his best days are behind. But here's the thing that the Chiefs are able to do now. They get consistent pressure with a four-man rush. So when you think about this, Mike, the offense, this offense is putting up numbers. I mean, you know Kansas City is going to score. So your pass rush complements that because they get to rush a lot. I mean, it ain't no secret why Chris Jones gets 15 and a half because you get to rush all the time. So definitely, I think I'm, I'm riding with Kansas City. That's who I'm picking to win the Super Bowl. And, you know, think back, though. Lawrence took – when they played in week 10, Lawrence, what, he got sacked five times, and three of those came when Kansas City didn't blitz. So I think they should be really confident when it comes to rushing from the Chiefs' standpoint. So I was going to say, now, you know Jacksonville watched the tape. They're going to adjust. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, Steve Spagnuolo is the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. You're telling me he's not going to do anything to spice it up? Doesn't he want to try to get into Trevor Lawrence's head a little bit, especially knowing he threw four picks in the first half last week? Yeah, but you know what? I'm sitting back, and one of the things that Trevor Lawrence has had some issues with, with when he does throw against uh, seven that are in coverage. So, to me, I'm sitting back there because, again, Trevor Lawrence, when you send pressure, that's when they make those big plays. So I don't think Spagnolia comes out with that. I think he goes with his four-man rush and sits back there and, and let Trevor Lawrence make mistakes. And when you look back, Trevor just couldn't beat zone coverage. Right. They weren't exactly throwing blitzes at him. So I think Spagnolia, that's exactly what I think he does and, and make Trevor have to read the zones and, and make the right throws. It is Big Chuck Smith. He is a doctor in pass rush, P.H. S. Sack. He joins us here on Made It Up on Duke's <laughs> Bill and Wait For It. Hey, man. Oh, man. Um, you're, you're funny, bro. <laughs> no Vaughn Miller. He got banged up earlier, and they obviously uh-huh. ruled him out for the season. But, Chuck, the Bengals just ruled out their left tackle, Jonah Williams. Lael Collins is already yep. out. And Alex Kappa, who got hurt against the uh, the Ravens, he's out as well. So, do you see the other guys, Epinesa? And, uh, you know, all the dudes, uh, again, they'll bring it from everywhere, too. Is this going to be a really yeah. long day for Joe Burrow, who did it last year with a banged-up O-line? I think, to me, this is almost a push. Even though Joe Burrow, his offensive line is beat up, I just feel like he's able to make the right adjustments. He's such a special quarterback. He gets the ball out fast. And when you think of this, this defense from uh, Buffalo – Ed Oliver, he's solid. He's, he never has gotten to that potential, to that level where I thought he would be, and he still has an opportunity. Daquan Jones, you know, Jordan Phillips. But I think where, where to me, where he's going to see some success is Greg Russo. I like Shaq Lawson. Boogie Basham is really stepping up, and A.J. Epinesa. I've talked about 
the Buffalo Bills' ability to draft and get guys that can come in and, and get production. I think those are the guys that stand up on the edges. But I think the interior, I, I don't think Cincinnati's going to be as much, uh, it's not going to affect them as much. And, again, that's easy to say when he lose Jonah Williams and, you know, Alex Copper. And I just think that the Bills have an advantage, but it's almost a push because Joe Burrow is as good as Patrick Mahomes. He's as good as anybody in the league, in my opinion. What about Trey Hendrickson and, and his effect on this game and, and getting after Josh Allen? See, see, Trey Hendrickson, when it comes to pass rush, he's really all they got. Mm. And, you know, I gave credit last week and bossed up. DJ Reader bossed up. That nose guard got some push. But when you look at this team, they don't rush the passer quite as well as you'd like them to. And Trey Hendrickson, Carl, he really has is, is got a lot of pressure to, to rush the passer. And when you think about that, when you think about the Bills, you're going to need more. This week, you're going to need more from B.J. Hill. You're going to need more from Sam Hubbard. You're going to, and he had a big play last week. But Trey Hendrickson against this Buffalo team that's going to throw the ball. You, it's got to be at least three guys, not two. They're going to need three guys to corral around Josh Allen to have a chance, or it's going to be a big day for Josh, and it's not going to be the day the Bengals D-line and defense won. Chuck Smith, guys, breaking down the playoffs, all great games. I mean, we think they're going to be some great games, but the one that everybody's kind of going, ooh, ah, Cowboys, <laughs> 49ers. And, uh, you know, and Dan Quinn, we've been joking around. Dan Quinn with his hat backwards just seems looser, seems to be in happy places, <laughs> the D.C. And I guess, Chuck, having Micah Parsons has something to do with that, doesn't it? Yeah, it don't hurt. I mean, Micah <laughs> Parsons is special. But, look, it don't hurt to have Demarcus Lawrence and that Dorrance Armstrong. You're talking about underrated. The Armstrong kid is underrated. Even Dante Fowler, when they put him in, he does a good job in pressure packages. When they, They'll put um, Demarcus Lawrence inside, Dante Fowler outside. They'll run different games and stunts and twists and turns. Micah Parsons is special, y'all. I mean, he's again, he came in the league a double-digit sacker because he runs a 4-3. Guys, that's like, it's almost like having a 330-pounder chasing against a defensive back. It's, it's really what it's like. He, he moves like a defensive back. He, he's going to be tough. But the Niners, think about this, y'all. The Niners, they've had more injuries this year pr- pretty much than anyone in the league. They just rotated guys around. And the rookie, Tyler Smith, he's got to make all rookies. He's been phenomenal. And I, I just think this is going to be a great, great matchup. And I'm, I'm excited to watch this game. Yeah, I am too, Chuck. It's Chuck Smith, guys, here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. He joins us on a weekly basis helping us break down uh, the NFL, but he also trains all these guys, pass rushers around the NFL, college football, high school. Um, I want to just real quick while you're talking about the 49ers game uh, and the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. So what do you do to slow down Parsons? Like, you've got Brock Purdy. We haven't seen Purdy really – be involved in, like, the RPO stuff that they were running with Trey Lance earlier in the season, right? He's pretty much been a pocket guy, but he can scramble, right? I mean, we know that he can probably yeah. scramble and get out of pressure. I, I think how do you how do you try to contain Parsons? And you know what? One thing interesting you said, Carl, is that Purdy actually has helped the Niners because he can't move a little bit. You know what I mean? That, that Every offensive line, you know, it's gotten a little bit better. But here, let me answer your question. You got a chip. Micah Parsons, and you got to double him every time. It amazes me. All these highlights we see, 
It's one on one. Nobody chip blocks him. Yes. No one goes after him. You got to chip him. You got to uh, crack back on him. You got to, when he's running downfield, you got to make it a tough day. You got to get physical with him. In all sports, too many players give too much respect to the great player. And can, I'm going to give you a crazy example, and y'all, and y'all can relate because it has something to do with our local team. Look how teams now do uh, Trey Young. Remember a couple years ago, Trey could just run around and nobody didn't rough him up. Exactly. They basically they're letting Michael Parsons do what like a what they used to do with Trey. Michael gets one on ones. He gets to slant inside. So next time he spins inside, how about the guard come and put the put your helmet under his chin? How about next time he goes he speed rushes, tip block him, make it a tough day and see how the great player reacts. You never know because no one's challenged him like that. And I hope that you know. Well, I don't hope, but I hope he gets four sacks. But I like to see. I like to see, nonetheless. If I was the coach, that's the strategy I would do against Michael Parsons. Hey, real quick, Chuck Smith. Before we cut you loose, uh, a couple names linked to the Falcons yep. already. He's been speaking with Vic Fangio and Brian Flores. You got a, a feeling either way for the new DC? Nah, I really don't care. I just wanted to get somebody here that can teach, get them to get to the quarterback. I'm not. I like Brian Flores. I know him pretty cool, but. You know, Mike, I don't really have a preference. I hope they get someone that can be here for a few years. I hope they go a little bit younger. I hope they don't go with an older coach. So I'd rather have Brian over old coach. It's the new era. I think it's time for some new philosophies, some new uh, energy when it comes to defensive coordinators. Chuck, appreciate you as always. And I just want to mention this. Parsons led all defending uh, defenders in the NFL uh, in the regular season, 74 pressures, more than Bosa. Right. Woo. Bosa had 58. So that's what we're talking about, Parsons. Mm. Say what you want about DQ. He's putting him all over the place, and he's making havoc. He's, he's yeah, wrecking yeah. people. Chuck, get us out of here, man. It's going to be a fun weekend. All right, guys. Live life every day like it's third night. Thank you guys for always giving me this platform. I really appreciate it. Always right appreciate on. you, man. Your knowledge, your input. Chuck Smith here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, guys may be listening to us, and they're going Dukes and Bell. Why couldn't we do this with Dan Quinn? We didn't have these players. <laughs> these athletes were completely different. I mean, we've got nobody who equates to Micah Parsons on this team. Nobody. The when best, Quinn was here. Yeah, the best piece we had in the 2015 to 2020 Falcons would have been Grady Jarrett. Grady was the most consistent guy. Now, there was a time when our class of 16 rookie class popped. 17, that defense held the Rams and the Eagles to 25 points combined. That was the year Sark couldn't figure out the offense. We had some pieces. They were young, but unfortunately we couldn't either afford them or they got injured. All right, coming up, we'll hit some headlines. You'll hear what Nate has to say about why this win streak can continue if they will do this. You'll hear it next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. to Chuck Smith for stopping by. We're out here at Twin Peaks, Kennesaw location, hanging out on a beautiful Friday afternoon. Ice cold Hey Man Ale It's waiting on you. Come get some. Coming up top of the hour, we're going to talk more NFL. We'll let you hear from some of the coaches who are getting ready for this weekend. And we were talking about, you know, our Falcons. And, and mm. you know, again, this all comes back to us because what we're going to look like in a year or two and how we're going to be um, – we need players. Right. I, I love the idea that, you know, you can figure or you think that a great coach can somehow come in here. And Arthur Smith, right. I think he's already proven he knows what he's doing offensively. We still need some more pieces. But on the defensive side, for everybody that has fussed at me this last week about defense and the quarterback conversation that we were having about Lamar and all of this stuff, you still need players. And part of it is with the drafts that we've had, and, again, we kind of went over right. this the, the other day, we haven't drafted or retained it or retained enough guys that have made a difference. You've got guys on this team. I mean, Grady was a 2015 draft pick. He's the only guy right. from the 2015 draft of impact that is still here. Now, he was a fifth rounder. He wasn't even our first round guy. Right. So the point <laughs> is all this conversation about, oh, we need defense, we need defense. No, it's about getting the right pieces and then retaining them and making sure that they're here when you get good. Right now, again, Foye Luikin is a later-round draft pick who you'd like to keep, but because of the salary cap hell we just got through, we couldn't keep him. Couldn't keep him. Another guy. Look, and by the, the way, Dean Pease said yeah. if they could have kept him, he yeah. would have kept him. Now, remember, guys, 2016, as much as I bang on Thomas Dimitrov and, and Dan Quinn for all the Rashid Hagemans of the world and the Tack McKinleys of the world, they nailed it in 16. You know, when you think about Debo, you think about uh, who's the safety that we had who left, by the way. You ran out of town. Uh, Keanu Neal. Keanu, Keanu Neal. Oh, he, he was in Tampa this year. Right. And then you think about Devondre. Now, again, Devondre Campbell's a perfect example. He's a fourth rounder out of Minnesota. Chuck Smith told us about him on the eve of that draft. No one even knew who he was. That's a guy that goes on to Green Bay and is a pro bowler. But because we screwed things All up pro. seven ways to Sunday with the cap, you actually hit on a lot of guys. But you blew it because you made these gigantic moves like Julio that you kept having to validate, and then Matt's money got pushed. That's why we're where we're at. So, to your point, it doesn't necessarily have to be a first-rounder, but we've got to get some press. We've, haven't had, we've not been in the pass rush business consistently in this franchise since Claude Humphrey. The, the, you have to go back to the bomb squad with Chuck Smith and those guys that went to the Super Bowl. You go back to Dwight Freeney when he gave his help to Vic Beasley. You go back to Patrick Kearney and Rod Coleman, the team that Mike Vick took the NFC Championship. That's it. There's your pass rush. 
That's how bad it's been. We got to get that right. Chiefs have a guy. Giants have a really good defensive line. Eagles have a great defensive line. Howie Roseman's killing it, by the way. I'd like to steal somebody from his scouting department. Bengals, Bills, good defensive line. I'm just mm. looking at the teams right. that are left. There's a reason why these teams are here. Cowboys, 49ers, great defensive lines. I mean, it's just Sacks are overrated. Yeah, we know, Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> we know. All right, guys, uh, hit us up, 404-741-0929. It's just it's frustrating because you say, well, why can't we do that? We can. We just got to draft the right guys. Coming up, more NFL conversation. You'll hear from Brian Dable, Josh Allen, and more as part of our NFL Blitz. Turtle behind the glass, our engineer, Bo Morgan's here with us, hanging out at Twin Peaks, executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. All right, Mike, Nate says if guys need to sacrifice, this is what they need to do, and, and feed the hot hand, then you can maintain this win streak. It's what happened the other night. Trey was feeding DJ. DJ was hot in the fourth quarter. He carried us. Trey finished the game off. You've got to sacrifice sometimes your game for the better good of the team. And Nate was talking about that. Well, you know, that's that's the sacrifice that some of our guys are going to have to make night in and night out. You know, it's it's not going to be you who put up the big numbers. Uh, You have to sacrifice and and, uh, allow the game to come to you. And I think Trey has really done a solid job. Now, we talked about this yesterday. His numbers are down, right, four, four points. Right. Don't, don't get it twisted. It's not like he's scoring two points. His numbers are down four points, so he's gone from 28 a game to 24. But if I told you the rest of the season that he scored 24 points, but we were going to be a top four seed, you, you accept that, right? Yes. Of course. Totally. End of story. It, it doesn't matter. Too. And then we get in the playoffs, and he can go have one of those monster nights. There you go. Now I can go be playoff Trey, right? That's what I'm saying, guys. The – the, the sacrifice that Nate's talking about, and it's not going to be every night. Again, you're going to need Trey on some nights to do what Trey does. But if I said the next four or five games, and we're going to go on an eight, nine-game win streak, and he's going to sacrifice his point production by just a little bit so that other guys can do what they do, I'm all for it. We'll see what happens. Nick's in town tonight, by the way. Right. And we talked about it earlier, guys. I mean, if you're finally going to make the John Collins trade happen, you know, you better find somebody who can do what John Collins at least. Carl, Carl at the bare minimum, you got to be able to give me the production John Collins has given me. And we can debate on when Nate designs stuff for him or how much is him just sometimes picking up the trash or sure. it's a night where he just goes off and he's feeling it. But you've got to get something for it. And Carl already, if you missed the conversation, we'll get into it later. Maybe you do the rent-a-player thing and you're not really concerned about and you won't be interested in taking on big salary. You're looking to make a run these next few months. Yeah, I, I think they're going to have to retool anyway, Mike. Because you're going to be looking at the luxury tax regardless. Which wrestler doesn't want to get into. Let's be honest. So if you are going to have to retool, just give me what you can give me this year. Give me the best team possible. Let's make the run, and let's see where we end mm-hmm. up. And then in the offseason, you're going to have to make changes regardless. You're going to have to make major, probably a major trade right. uh, you know, in the offseason anyway. Uh, NFE, uh, NFL divisional round this weekend. By the way, our picks are coming up. But what's the one game that you think is going to shock people? The game that you think... Is it the Giants beating the Eagles? Is it the Cowboys going on the road to beat the 49ers? Is it the Jacksonville Jaguars shocking the world, Mike, and beating the Chiefs? The numbers that Vegas has put out here are, are here to really screw you over. i got to be honest with you, Carl. Unless you got a big, big feeling. Jacksonville lost by 10 in the regular season at Arrowhead. They're eight-and-a-half-point dogs. Giants are seven-and-a-half-point dogs in Philly. Divisional rival. Bengals five and a half, but now we've got the news that another chunk of their offensive line is out. Two more starters are knocked out. They've already lost Lael Collins. 
Although Chuck Smith said Joe Burrow's been able to kind of dance through the raindrops without a, a lot of protection last year. Cowboys, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I should say they're getting three-and-a-half, 49ers, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I mean, i got to be honest, the one I, only one I really like is I would think the Chiefs kick it into gear. I would like to think the Chiefs cover the eight-and-a-half. So that would that be your big uh, – Jacksonville's the biggest upset. Everything else is kind of the Giants against Philly. That's Jail, an upset. Jalen Hurts not 100% though. But that's a huge upset. They've owned the NFC all year. They, they had the, home field. Beat the Giants by three touchdowns earlier this year. And, and they were – you know, they, they've got home field advantage wrapped up throughout the playoffs again. If the NFC championship happens, mm. it, it goes through Philly. Mike, that is a huge upset. Right. The Cowboys beating the 49ers doesn't feel like a huge upset. Cowboys have been a good team this year. We're going to see. We're going to talk more about it coming up. Hey, right, Deion Sanders lands the top recruit. If you didn't hear this, we'll talk about it at 4 o'clock. But Deion gets a kid to flip, Mike. This is what's going to be happening at Colorado. And uh, it's a pretty interesting story. We'll get to it in the 4 o'clock hour as we talk more dogs. Coming up, though, NFL playoffs, guys. You'll hear from uh, Brian Dable and more guys that are participating this weekend. I cannot wait. It's Dukes and Bell. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 